Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. This is 76ers Rewind. Time now to listen back to post-game reaction from the team's most recent game. from Jimmy Butler tonight as the 76ers lose to the Atlanta Hawks 123-121. I'm Brian Seltzer from Sixers.com. No, games like this don't do this to your voice. It's just a thing passing through the dreaded upper respiratory infection. So we'll try and keep it short and appreciate your patience. Tough one for the Sixers tonight. Atlanta, early on you could tell it was going to be a team that was just going to hang around and not go away, and certainly that was the case. And the number 19 pick in this year's draft, Kevin Herter, a huge hero in the game, going off for 26 points. Jimmy Butler, unfortunately, missed his first free throw with 2.4 seconds to go. He then had to miss his second. He did. Wilson Chandler, an opportunity for a tip-in. It was not to be. Young guys for the Hawks, they stepped up. John Collins with 23 points, 9 rebounds. He was a live body inside. We mentioned Herter with 26. Trey Young came on strong later. 18 points in the game for him with three three-pointers. And Dwayne Dedman, a veteran member of this crew, 19 points, 8 rebounds, and 7 assists. He was a key factor in tonight's game, and it's tough to not think of what could have been had Joel Embiid been out there for the 76ers. Atlanta got a lot of baskets inside to the tune of 62 points in the paint. They out-rebounded the 76ers uh, by a total of... 14 in the game, just a very, very big showing for Atlanta inside. 30 for Jimmy Butler, his fourth 30-point game with the Sixers. Ben Simmons becomes the first Sixer since Dana Barros in 1995 with a 20-10-15 and 15 game. He was great, but not enough for the 76ers as they lose 123-121. to 121. Tom, I'm going to stop talking and stop squeaking my voice. If you would care to expound on what you saw being the turning point in this game. And it, it, hey, maybe it came early on. Well, and I hate to correct you because you're so uh, good with all the numbers, but Herter had 29. Because if he had 26, the Sixers would have won. I was looking at the uh, wrong box. No, score. That's I okay. But he, that. So it was a two-point game. But did you see what his nickname was? It's the Red Mamba. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's right. Fun. Boy, Brett Brown uses the phrase from time to time, he's got bounce. And it talks about a guy, you know, that gets up on his toes and, you know, you know what it means. And he does, man. He was out top dribbling 
crossing it over behind the back, between the legs, and getting into a rhythm dribble and 28-footer. I think that was his last basket was a three. He had five threes, but he had a bunch of dunks too. I mean, like I said, Atlanta needs players. So you could go and say, why did they give up on Luka Doncic? Why did they trade? Because they need they need another. They're getting another draft pick next year. They need more players, and they're 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 accruing them. I mean, John Collins, as you said, with 25, the game-winning shot. Coach Pierce, you know he's going to bring that fight and that spirit, and they're not going to quit, and they didn't. And to their credit, again, they lost by two in Toronto Tuesday and led throughout a lot of that game. Serge Ibaka had a game-winning shot with 17 seconds to go. They On Wednesday night, the following night, they were up 19 on the Nets. Brooklyn came back and won, and they won handily. But tonight, they, they hung around, stayed with it, and won the game. And for the Sixers, so Jimmy Butler was brilliant. He had 30 points. And again, last second shot, like you said, no heroics tonight. But in his defense, and again, he made 12 free throws in a row, and we still don't know if he did miss that second free throw on purpose. That's the closest on-purpose miss I've ever seen. So he might have tried to make it, and the Sixers had a shot. Not only Wilson Chandler, but Ben Simmons came flying in there for a rebound putback. It was two and a half seconds ago. Neither guy could get it, and the game ended. But my point is, Jimmy Butler got an elbow. I mean, it ended up being a flagrant foul on, on Alex Len. So he took a tremendous shot to the head. And then later, as he drove baseline by the Atlanta bench, Jimmy Butler was knocked out hard by John Collins. So, you know, at, at one point with like 14 minutes to go in the game, two-plus minutes to go in the third, I was saying Butler and Simmons give him a little respite in the fourth, but let them play the rest of the game. And, and Jimmy Butler almost did. He did get a little break with about eight minutes to go. But the point is, that, I mean, that that's like boxing, you know. It's not just dancing around for 12 rounds or whatever. I mean, you're taking shots. Jimmy Butler was taking some shots out there, and, and he played with the heart of a champion. He just couldn't get it done tonight. J.J. struggled early on but stepped up big. Muscala was big, but he ended up in foul difficulty. This The end of the first half, there were so many whistles in an unrhythmic, like, tough, tough way. A lot of turnovers didn't didn't really help there. But, again, a young team, and in all due respect, the Sixers let them hang around a little bit, and they made enough plays to win the game. Tough loss for the Sixers. You know, you look back, and you're like, well, Cleveland came in here and won handily, and now Atlanta come in here, comes in here and gains the win. So you're right about Embiid and the presence in the lane. They don't get 62 points in the lane if the big fellow's out there. But a great win for them and a hard, tough loss. Back-to-back losses now for the Sixers after four wins in a row. 123-121, the final score, Hawks over the 76ers. You could hear Trey Young talking about it afterwards. Like, they took this game real seriously oh, yeah. for multiple reasons. They respect the 76ers as one of the best teams in the league. Lloyd Pierce coming back. Some of the young guys made really tough shots. That turnaround by Collins... With time winding down, I mean, that for a guy his size, not an easy shot to make. He's like a young, I don't want to say mini, but like Blake Griffin. He's, he's, he's really got a lot of potential. Here's the thing. They're in a rebuild, but they've got talent. They're going to win mm-hmm. games just by by playing hard and, and trotting out there. Those young guys, they got enough veterans in the likes of Jeremy Lin, who played well. I thought DeAndre Bembry was an unheralded star in this. I don't know if star is the right word, but he was, an like I say, an integral player uh, for them, getting rebounds, tough defense, bringing the ball up, setting up guys, uh, maybe not the gaudy numbers of, of Herter and John Collins, but he really played well. And then Trey Young, I mean, they, they replaced him down the stretch with Jeremy Lin because they knew that Lin with that veteran savvy was going to get them into something or at least get the ball to Herter. 
Trey Young had three threes. So, yeah, this is a, a huge, huge win for them. And, and for the Sixers, you got to regroup and hope that Joello is able to give it a go against the Knicks uh, on Sunday. And, you know, look, this is a tough league. There's nothing that you can take for granted. And uh, and tonight is, is a perfect example of why and, and how that's so. 123-121, the final score. Ben Simmons. Tough from the free throw line, but all in all, he he made his presence felt, and he had one of his signature trademark versatile games. Yeah, and it, you know, you say versatile, like for one thing, he's the Sixers point guard, and he took the center jump. I just I get a kick out of that. And without Joel down there on the block, the Sixers posted Ben early and often, and then he's so efficient at driving and getting that ball into the lane. Now a little bit, you didn't see a whole lot of that down the stretch. But, you know, overall, the Sixers, they needed a little bit more like Landry Shamet, you know, not that you're going to expect 29 points and eight threes in every game, but there's been a big drop-off over the last two games for him, and Furkan was a non-factor tonight. And you remember, too, he started the last two games, and Jonah Bolden got in and had a bit of a tough game. So other than McConnell off the bench, Bolden and Shamet combined for nine, and, you know, the Sixers struggled uh, with, with those reserves. And again, I think, you know, as Brett Brown was talking about and we, we touched on early in our postgame coverage, but the rebound disparity was a, a big factor in this game where they were plus 14, plus 10 on the offensive or defensive end of things. And uh, just an, an overall tough night, exciting game. I mean, if you, you take away from the fact that, boy, I can't believe the Sixers lost to Atlanta, but the 21 ties, the lead went back and forth, and it came down to the very final second. So heartbreaking loss for the Sixers. And, you know, you'd like to think that you've graduated from these types of losses. But like I said, it's life in the NBA. Sixers lose to the Hawks, 123-121. Tom, talk to you on Sunday afternoon from MSG. All right. Good night. We'll have more to come on the postgame show after this one more segment. We'll play some highlights, and then Devon Givens is coming up with In the Post on some of our Sixers Radio Network affiliates. It's a postgame show on the Sixers Radio Network. Club 76 is the official season ticket waiting list of the Philadelphia 76ers. Get priority access for 2019-2020 season tickets by signing up for either Club 76 Elite or Club 76 Free. Other benefits include exclusive 76ers gear and access to special ticket offers and events. For more information, go to Sixers.com slash join Club 76, email Club 76 at 76ers.com, or call 215-339-7676. 215-339-7676. 76ers back at home. Brian Seltzer back with a croaky voice. Apologies for that. We'll get to some of the highlights and let Tom give us his calls to the talking a 123-121 loss. Early on, it was apparent that the Hawks had come here ready to battle Ben Simmons in the absence of Joel Embiid, was trying to do his part. Now the ball thrown away by Jeremy, and then TJ with it. 340 to go in the opening quarter. McConnell Weeby goes to Simmons. Simmons in the lane, right-hand lamp. Good! Simmons takes two large steps for mankind into the lane and got the layup, and TJ McConnell with the assist. Simmons a strong first quarter, but it was the Hawks leading 32-30 to after one period of play. In the second, the Sixers enjoyed their biggest separation of the night, this basket giving them their largest lead. Here's Ben Simmons to Muscala, open three, shot in the air, he got it again! Mike Muscala with three threes, Atlanta takes time, and the Sixers have opened up an eight-point lead, a 10-0 start to the second quarter, Muscala letting them fly. It was 40-32, to 32, but Atlanta would score eight straight points to tie it up. 
and the race was on after that. You just knew the Hawks would not go away. Jimmy Butler scored eight of the final ten points for the Sixers in the second quarter. It was 56-54 Sixers at the half. Early on, an explosive start to the third. Down to Simmons. Simmons with a dribble, and the Sixers, everybody touched it, but Wilson Chandler and Simmons down low right with a power dribble and a right-hand layup. 58-54 was the score. The Hawks would charge right back. They would take a six-point lead on an 11-2 run. So it was uphill from there from the 76ers. They got a spark from the bench in the closing minutes of the third. Three ball by the Hawks. Front rim and off. No. Sixers ball. Shamit with a pass. Shamit down the lane. Right hand layup. Yeah. Simmons with a great two-hand chest pass. Three quarters the length of the floor. But three minutes into the fourth, Atlanta would be leading by six. The 76ers had some work to do. J.J. Redick was back after a two-game absence. He was looking to find his stroke. He caught it late. Simmons back out to J.J. Three ball by Redick. It's good. He's back. J.J. Redick ties it at 103. He makes the defensive play and then gets open on the right perimeter and buries the outside shot. Timeout, Hawks. Seven minutes to go is when that basket happened. Over the next couple minutes, the Sixers would get a key three-pointer from T.J. McConnell to go up 119 to 118, and then that was followed by some pivotal insurance. Butler one-on-one with John Collins, five to shoot. Jimmy into the lane. Jimmy puts it up off the glass, and in! Jimmy Butler puts it off the glass. Sixers by three. Butler with 30. 121-118, but this Kevin Herter fellow, he was huge for the Hawks. He had another three-pointer tied up at 121. With 25 and a half seconds to go, Jimmy Butler was doubled for the 76ers, and the ball was turned over, and that set up one of the key shots of the game. Herter gets the ball. TJ there. Wilson Chandler now switches on Herter. Herter with five. Herter with the dribble. Herter bounces down low right. John Collins, two. Step back shot by Collins is up, and good. 9.5 to go, and John Collins steps out and gets the bucket. His 25th point in the game. And that made it 123-121. Jimmy Butler would be fouled with 2.4 seconds left. He missed his first, then had to miss his second. So Wilson Chandler unable to get the tip in to fall on the 76ers. End up falling 123-121. to Some final notes from the stat sheet. Jimmy Butler led all scorers with 30. Ben Simmons with 23 points, 10 rebounds, 15 assists, 10 of 13 from the field, 3 of 7 from the free throw line, minus 12 for the game, 20 for J.J. Redick. He came on strong late, but 7 of 21 from the field, 4 of 14 from 3. T.J. McConnell had a really great game. Perhaps you can make the case the most impactful game of any sixer, plus 14 in the box score, 16.6 assists and just one turnover for the Hawks. They were led by Kevin Herter with 29, 25 for John Collins. He also had nine rebounds, 18 for Trey Young, 19 for Dwayne Dedman to go with eight rebounds and seven assists. A great game from him, 14 for former Atlanta Hawk, and I beg your pardon, former St. Joseph's Hawk and current Atlanta Hawk, DeAndre Bembry. 76ers have dropped two in a row. They're now 27 and 16. Atlanta is 13 and 29 on the year. I'm next for the Sixers, one o'clock on Sunday at MSG versus the Knicks. Big thanks to the guys back at the studio, Brian McLaughlin and Tyler Zuli. Marty Dickerson here. Coming up next, Devon Gibbons in the post. So stay tuned for that. Now for the radio voice of the 76ers, Tom McGinnis, Brian Seltzer saying so long for now. One final time, the final score it was the. Atlanta Hawks, 123, and the 76ers, 121. Have a great rest of your Friday night from all of us here at the Sixers Radio Now. You've been listening to 76ers Rewind. Be sure not to miss new episodes the day after each game this season, all year long. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. See new things. Try new things. Go back centuries while living in the moment. Forge new paths while discovering old ones. Pedal, paddle, and paint while trekking, tasting, and tailoring experiences that transform you into a better version of yourself. Immerse yourself in the world by activating your mind, your heart, and your body on a river cruise exclusively from Avalon Waterways. Save with limited time offers at AvalonWaterways.com. Avalon is cruising. Elevated.